Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. NFL Week 18 coming up this weekend. It's a tough weekend to bet games. It's a really tough weekend to handicap games, um, especially when you don't know what the motivation is going to be for many of these teams. I could tell you there's four games that I'm most likely not going to have bets on, but I will give leans, we'll look at some props, and we'll obviously break the games down and kind of review the season for some of these teams and maybe look at what they need to do moving forward. Um, Teams like the Detroit Lions, they have a lot of work to do, obviously, but the only reason I'll be watching that game come this weekend will be because they're taking on the Green Bay Packers. Packers have already wrapped up the number one overall seed. As you know, there's only one bye now in the AFC and the NFC. No longer do two teams get the bye, so getting the number one overall seed Very, very important, especially if you're a team like Green Bay, because that means that um, the route to the Super Bowl through the NFC goes through Lambeau Field, and it's probably going to be negative 45 degrees come January in Green Bay. But you got the Packers taking on the Lions. That game doesn't really mean a whole lot, unless in the second half we get the battle of the backups, the last two backup quarterbacks to Aaron Rodgers. There's a good chance we get Tim Boyle for the Detroit Lions, who's filling in for Jared Goff, taking on Jordan Love. So I guess there's a reason to watch. Four-point spread in that one. The Bears and the Minnesota Vikings, that game means absolutely nothing. Maybe you were going to tune in to see some Justin Fields. He has COVID. So there will be no Justin Fields. Last week, we had some Andy Dalton. I bet against the Bears. That was a terrible decision last week. And the week before that, it was the Nick Foles show. So we don't know which starting quarterback we're going to get, most likely Dalton. Uh, The Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that game means nothing. And then this one, the Washington football team, Taking on the New York Giants. This game doesn't mean a whole lot, obviously. Both teams eliminated. The Washington football team last year, they went to the playoffs. Some of us, Q, kind of myself, had some expectations for them this season. But Ryan Fitzpatrick got injured week one in the first half. Heineke's been all over the place. And then he was injured. Then he had COVID. And the defense just didn't live up to expectations. They've had some injuries, obviously. Chase Young out for the season. But... The uh, injuries caught up to them, and they were just a huge disappointment on both sides of the ball. But they're seven-point favorites on the road, taking on the New York Giants and the total in that game. Probably right where it should be, 38. And I'd probably only play the under still because we've seen these two offenses the last couple weeks, especially the Giants. It's a disgusting product. Don't ask me why. I've been on them the last two weeks as well. I never want to see Mike Glennon, and I don't know that I want to see much of Jake Fromm in this game either, but I think that's the way that the Giants are going to go in this one will be the Jake Fromm redemption tour. Fromm, 6 of 17 passing for 25 yards and a pick week 16 against the Philadelphia Eagles. That was disgusting. He got benched. They brought back in Mike Glennon, who was just as terrible. Um, So you get some Jake Fromm in this one. You'll get some Saquon Barkley. Potentially, maybe he could have two good games in a row. I really want to see. I like Saquon, but I just, I mean... I hated the draft pick for the Giants. You never take a running back top five, especially if you're in the position where the Giants, you know, we're in. You, you just you don't go running back at number two. Uh, but Saquon Barkley last Sunday, 21 carries, actually carried the ball 21 times and managed not to get himself hurt. 102 yards against the Bears. This is hard to believe. That was the first 100-yard game he's had since 2019. So maybe you want to tune in and see. Can he put together another one? His first 100-yard rushing game since 2019, this guy was the second overall pick. I know there's been the injuries. I know the Giants' offensive line is 
abysmal. I know that the quarterback situation, even with Daniel Jones, is horrendous, but still absolutely disgusting. If you're a Giants fan, you're watching this game because you're hoping it's Joe Judge's final game as head coach. I weirdly think Joe Judge will be back next year. You're also probably hoping that this is going to be Dave Gettleman's final game as the uh, general manager of the New York Giants. Mm, We'll see. You would like to think, especially the way this season has went down, that'll be the case. We'll get a better insight on that when we talk with one of the only Giants fans that I know, Nick Costos, coming up in the next hour from You Better You Bet with Lockie Lockerson. He'll join us at 8 p.m. and we'll get his thoughts on this one. For me, divisional matchup, I feel like seven points I always would say is too much, but I don't know in this spot. I'd probably have to play Washington. The Giants this year, 16 games through, six wins against the spread. Six and 10 against the spread are the New York Giants. They've been underdogs by seven points or more eight times already this year. They've covered that number only twice. So I feel like the play is if you're following the trends and if you're just looking at the teams, the more talented team is the Washington football team. But who's going to be out there in this game? Who's going to be motivated to actually play in this game? Anybody out there trying to earn a contract? You know, look at the COVID situation. Look at the injury situation. Look at just guys you really don't want getting hurt in a meaningless week 18 spot. The Giants, underdogs, by a touchdown eight or more times this year. They've covered this number only twice. Also, New York games this season hit hit the over only five of 16 times, a 31% clip. So I know that total's low at 38, and you might be tempted to take the over with these two offenses. I couldn't do it. The Giants average 11 points fewer than the football team allows. The Giants this year average 15 points per game. They're getting into the end zone twice per game. The football team, 26.7. New York, 2-0 against the spread, 1-1 overall when they score more than 26.7 points. I don't see them scoring 28 points in this game. Or the total's definitely going over. Um, 3-4 overall, 3-4 against the spread this season at home, so I don't really think the home field advantage means anything. Um, if you want to play the under, here's another trend that you'll like. They have not gone over the total in seven home games this season. So all seven games that the Giants have played this year at home have went under. And in those games, the home games, those uh, totals around 45 points. So that would be seven more than the 38, but still, I think the under probably the way to go here. Disgusting game. And I think that Washington will probably be the play here. But seven points, maybe you throw this in a, ah, why even though? Why even throw this in a teaser? Then Jake Fromm comes out there, lights you up for 450 yards in this spot. Uh, the Washington football team on the money line, minus 300, which is absolutely disgusting. Would never lay that. The Giants at home, plus 250. Um, if you feel better about Jake Fromm than you do Mike Glennon. There's a couple props that are available and a couple boosted parlays over at BetMGM and only at BetMGM. You could get the Washington football team to win between 7 to 12 points, which is plus 333. If you have to take a shot with one of those boosters, I kind of like that one. Um, plus 333, it's a seven-point spread. So already, obviously, if you do the math, they got to win this game by eight points, and you're getting plus 333 rather than just the minus 110. Now, the problem is if they win that one by 13 or 14 points, that's a dead bet. But still, sprinkle a little pizza money on that one. That's not a bad price. Uh, the Giants to win this game, gross, and less than 40 total points to be scored, which I think is very realistic, is plus 500. So if you like the Giants and you like the under, why take a shot with just plus 250 on the money line and the minus 110 under 38 when you could get 5-1 to one odds? So I don't necessarily uh, hate that. No player props currently available in this game, 
The first half total, three and a half. The Washington football team, if you don't want to lay them to cover the full touchdown, but you think they could obviously have the four-point advantage at half, three and a half point spread, you do have to pay minus 115 juice for this one. It's going to be interesting to see what both of these teams do here in the offseason. For New York, um, is Daniel Jones back? Neck injury? I think you've kind of seen Daniel Jones' ceiling, unfortunately. The road splits are crazy. Like, Daniel Jones has proven he's a better quarterback on the road than he is at home, but he's not necessarily good either spots. So I think you probably have to move on from Daniel Jones. So does a team like New York, who's still plenty, plenty pieces away from being an actual contender or even a playoff team, do they get in the trade market? Because there's going to be some quarterbacks that are available. I think Aaron Rodgers probably goes back to Green Bay, but I'm also a Green Bay fan. But, I mean, all signs kind of point to him going back. You heard him on the Pat McAfee show saying his relationship with Brian Gutekinds, who's the general manager there, and Russ Ball, who's the numbers guy, has never been better. Um, I do think Russell Wilson leaves Seattle. I think coming up on Sunday, this will be the last time we see Russell Wilson in the Seattle Seahawks uniform. We don't know what Deshaun Watson's future has in store. Is he going to be in the league? I think he probably plays. I don't know if it's in Miami. I, he's definitely going to get moved. So is a team like New York involved in any of those trade talks? Probably not. Do they draft their next guy? I mean, look at this draft. Who do you like? Matt Corral, maybe? Sam Howell, maybe? I think that that's probably the route they go. Now, Washington is interesting because now we have to see because Chase Young has a knee injury. When's he going to be back on the field? But if he's back in time, I think they're almost built to win now. Not that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender, but I think maybe they're a quarterback away from being an 11-12 win team. They went to the playoffs last year, nearly beat Tampa Bay with Heineke. So maybe they get in the quarterback market and look at a Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, or they enter the draft as well. So two disappointing teams. Luckily for both of them, their season ends come this weekend. For me, it'd probably be Washington football team or nothing, but seven points and a disgusting matchup like that. Stay away from me.